Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low-maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Good morning, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. It is just after 8 in the morning on the Wednesday, the 6th of October. 6th of October. Baz is over in the UAE doing good things with the Calcutta Knight Riders over there. So we miss him, we miss him dearly. Hopefully he's back soon. But we've had a great couple of hours actually. The rivalries has really got the text machine going. So keep those coming in. Keep those coming in. We've got Bone Crusher versus Waverly Star from Gaz. That is in the Cox Plate in 1986. Ted sent the same message in as well. England versus the penalties in football. That is from Matt. Oh, Matty. Matty. England versus penalties. Yeah, they've had a tough run, mate. Let's be honest. Europa champions. That that Europe, uh, Europe, whatever that one when they lost to Italy. Oh, that was heartbreak. Heartbreak. Anyway, uh, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. We've got The Rock versus Steve Austin. Wow, we got keep them coming. Keep them coming. They're awesome. I'll read those a couple of... I'll read a couple more a bit later on in the show. But coming up, coming up, we're going to cross over to Taylor Barry over in Las Vegas as he and the boxing world was flipped on its head when AJ lost to Alexander Usyk in heavyweight boxing division. Usyk holds most of the cards now. Not all the cards. Most of the cards. But anyway, Tyson Fury does battle this weekend. He takes on Deontay Wilder and someone that knows that's been in his corner for a very long time. Past four fights will also be in his corner this weekend is Taylor Barry. So we're going to join him a bit later on. Then after that, we're going to cross over and hopefully, hopefully we're going to get Danielle Johnson landing in the show. Danielle Johnson's riding today in Toport. If we get her, that'll be cracking. She's going to be great fun. But anyway, um, we've had a great hour. If you missed anything, make sure you download the app, SCNZ app. Go to all things Baz and Izzy for breakfast and you'll catch up. We caught up with Jason Kasky. He is the coach of the uh, Whanganui Butcher Boys team. He was pretty, pretty shy, pretty calm, didn't really give too much away, but he's excited about the challenge that Sam Kane will be bringing. We also had Max Goodman talking all things baseball, Red Sox versus Yankees over in Australia. And uh, we've got some good text messages coming through. But anyway, talk enough of that. We're going to talk boxing. We're going to talk boxing. This Sunday, New Zealand time, boxing fans will see the trilogy of fights between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder completed after a long layoff, which has seen court injunctions, a new heavyweight champion of the world being crowned, and plenty, plenty smack talk. If the third installment in Vegas is anything like the previous two, we'll be in for fireworks again. And one man who will be of the best view in the house is Kiwi boxing coach Taylor Barry, who has been in Fury's Corner and will be in the, again this weekend. Taylor's with us now. How are you, Taylor? What's up, Izzy? <laughs> How you doing, brother? I'm good, mate. How's everything you're in? Oh. Yeah, good, man. Good, man. New Zealand's, yeah, it's pretty cold outside. Not, not. I'd rather be in Vegas, mate. Let's be honest. I'd rather be in Vegas. How's Vegas going at the moment? Mate, everything's good. You know, we're, um, we're out of lockdown. Life's pretty normal. Full capacity crowds, no face masks. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to have some kind of normality again. 
Nice, mate. Nice. Um, well, let's talk about this. You've been with Tyson Fury. I've been following you, you know, seeing the stories on Instagram. How's his preparations mm-hmm. been, bud? Mate, really good, actually. You know, um, obviously, you know, he caught COVID back in the beginning of mm. July, just before, you know, the previous fight. And, you know, we, we had done eight weeks training in Vegas. So, you know, he, he's very, very fit. You know, even with the delay, we, you know, we stayed focused and he's on track. He's, he's there to have a really good performance. And now, look, he, he's fo- focused on Deontay Wilder, let's be honest, but the, the, the shock, you know, was it a shock? Was it a shock initially when AJ lost, mate? And, and what was the reactions from, from Tyson uh, after that? Well, you know what? We, we had talked about the fight, you know, on the Friday. And mm. Between... Uh, you know, it's it's one of them things, you know, I, I thought Joshua mm. would lose with a style of Usyk, you know, I think yeah. so did Tyson, so I think he knew to yeah. prepare for a loss, because, you know, it's heavyweight boxing, anything can happen at any moment, so, you know, mm. he wasn't a very happy man on Monday, you know, missing a $100 million payday, <laughs> but, hey, it is what it is, it's boxing. <laughs> oh, nice, man. Oh, let's go back to Wilder, and this much-anticipated match, there's been a lot of chat off the court, and off the, off the outside the ring, I must say. Um, you know, heading into this week, how do you see it panning out, bud? Well, you know, Deontay doesn't get the respect he probably deserves. You know, he's, if not the biggest punch of boxing he's ever seen. You know, so anything yeah. could happen at any moment. If he hits Tyson clean, who knows? But, you know, what I've seen in the gym of Tyson, we've brought in really, really high, high-level sparring. You know, he's, mm. he's very focused. I, I don't see it playing out any different from the last fight. You know, if not, it could, it could, you know, could be earlier. Nice, nice. And what about you? What, what, what do you enjoy being? In, you've been in the corner of many great boxing, uh, you know, heavyweight fighters around the world. What are you enjoying about being with Tyson, mate? And what's, what's his point of difference? You know, it's just how, you know, that the vibe around Tyson. You know, he likes to. He's taught me a lot about it in camps and stuff. You know, boxing is quite a serious sport, but. You know, he, yeah. he brings a different kind of energy and vibe in the gym, and it's something that I'm going to kind of take from him and, you know, start putting it around my fighters, and, and that I, it's it's good fun. It makes boxing fun. Nice. I, mate, I'm going to ask you about this boxing uh, boxing world that we're living in at the moment uh, with the Paul brothers, with the Paul brothers, and, you know, they're going out and making money. <laughs> What's your view on, on these charity fights, man? Like, I've been a bit at crossroads with it. I'm a bit unsure, you know? Like, is it... Is it putting a dent on the on the sport of boxing, or or you see it as a positive? May I, you know, you can look at it both ways. I feel like the older generation, you know, like the boxing OGs, like my father, yeah. you know, they probably look yeah. at it and see it as like a disrespect to the sport. But I feel like it brings a lot of new viewership to our sport, as well as, you know, it's good on them. You know, they're going in making you know millions of dollars, bringing a lot of attention to yeah. to boxing and. You know, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. You have to give anyone respect that gets in. You know, that's, that's a very yeah. hard sport to get in and kind of do that. You know, you have to give these kids respect. Yeah, hey, yeah, sure. but you Taylor, don't see me in there. <laughs> no, neither. <It's laughs> Taylor is Louis here, man. Hey, thanks for taking your call and taking some time. I'm curious. Tyson is uh, like he's Tyson Fury is one of the most interesting guys. I reckon athletes world over. And you get a little bit of a look at him. It, hey, does he reference the, his battles in the gym and in camp? Like, how open is it when he's kind of in camp and preparing for a fight about what's happened previously in his personal life and the way he kind of looks at boxing now? Because I know he talks about a lot of the stuff when he's interviewed 
but does he really live his life and express this stuff? You know what, Tyson, you know, he doesn't really revert back to his previous history of what he's done and what he's gone through, you know, because he's kind of in a in a new journey of his life. Like, he's beaten depression and he's, you know, mm. beaten everything that he's gone through. You know, he, I think it's something that you leave behind as well as you try and help the people in these times kind of guide them through it. And I know there's, you know, a lot of world-class athletes, a lot of NFL players that I have that have battled the same kind of things that have come up to me and just kind of told me that Tyson's helped them just by, you know, his motivation, the way he speaks and gives back to, like, that kind of community. And so it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives in the moment. And he speaks about that, right? He kind of like he, he's got a very bizarre, well, not a bizarre, but a unique outlook on time and what like his existence in kind of, you know, what he's doing in time. And I've heard him talk about it before, and it is really fascinating. Hey, what fight do you think makes the most sense for the heavyweight division next then? Like knowing that the, the, the big payday, Tyson's not going to get it. What do you think personally makes the most sense for the division? Man, you know, it's really, really hard, but, you know, I hate, you know, I think the next big fight out there for him is, is if if Dillian White gets through Ottawa Lynn on October 30, I think that's a big fight in the UK, the interim champ versus the regular champ, you know, as well as I think Dillian White deserves deserves a shot, you know, he had a good fight with AJ, he's been Parker, yeah. he's been Povetkin and all these elite guys, and I think he's next in line. Nice, nice. Okay, what does this do for Joe, bro? What does this do for Joe? Does it with Usyk getting the the win over AJ? Does that bring Joe back into contention to potentially get another shot? Um, you know, it's hard to say. Obviously, Usyk now the unified heavyweight champ. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna get his rematch with uh with Joshua. So that will probably be before May next year. And then you know you see Joseph that number two, and then Joe Joyce at number one now. So you know, he he'll probably have to fight a title eliminator versus you know a very dangerous opponent over in the UK, and then you know if he gets through that, then definitely he'll definitely be there for a world title shot. Nice man. Well, just to finish, man, I know you've been training Steve Aoki. Is he going to be playing uh, <laughs> post post the fight at, with after Fury? You got a little front row seat to Steve Aoki and the cake man. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually doing Tyson's after party on Saturday, and then the. the yeah, on Sunday, so yeah, it'll be good fun. <laughs> oh, you lucky fella, man. I'm sick of watching you on the screen hanging out with these big dogs. Big dogs. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, just before we let go, we've we've talked about rivalries in sport, mate. If off the top of your head, which who is the which is the biggest rivalry in sport, boxing or any sport? What comes to mind for you? You know, it's hard to say in boxing because you get some kind of rivalries, but I don't. I think you know, there's some football rivalries that are quite big over here. That you know, the viewership's crazy. Like obviously, the big rivalry between Tampa Bay and New England now is a big thing. So. Mm. Yeah. What about your Raiders, bro? They're going good, three and one. <laughs> yeah, no, three and one. You know, we got beat last night, but now they're going really well. You know, it's, it's good to see a lot of the guys. I have about twenty of them, so it's good to see all the boys out there doing their thing and. And doing well. Nice, man. Nice. Hey, uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Taylor Barry here is in the corner for Tyson Fury. I'm back in Tyson all the way, mate. So thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Taylor Barry. Appreciate it, Izzy. Awesome, brother. Thank you. There you go.
it's um it's so cool to hear a young Kiwi. So obviously Taylor is Kevin's son, and he's over there training. So does he actually train the NFL players as well? Is he? So he's got his gym. Yeah, has... so he's training a lot of the. Yeah, he's got he's got his own little gym, and he's training a lot of the NFL players. Um, he does a lot of boxing fitness for them, and getting them in there, and that's why he's he's had Steve Aoki. If you don't know Steve Aoki, he's a big DJ around the world. He's a guy that on stage chucks cakes into the crowd and. He's a bit of a, it's it's a Vegas thing. It's a Vegas thing. Cakes um, like um, yeah, he, like he, birthday cakes. Yeah, like big birthday like full icing cakes. He just throws them into the crowd and people are like yeah. It's, there you go. You go Google it. Steve Aoki. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Aoki in Vegas. Uh, okay. But um. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta live. Been to Vegas. I haven't been to Vegas, mate. It's on the bucket oh. list, but I don't know whether how well I'd go in Vegas. So just knowing my um my flaws. Can I, Izzy? Can oh. I? Can I? Can I play you something? I found a little bit of audio from Tyson Fury, and because you hear, um, you know, you hear these guys talk about the way Tyson acts and his kind of existence in the moment in time. And he's a super mm. interesting guy. Have a listen to this about what he would be doing after boxing in life without boxing. After boxing, I'm going to be a very, very lonely, sad person. I think. I've tried. I've tried everything. I've tried the animals. I've tried uh, four-wheel driving. I got a shotgun license. I tried clay pigeon shooting. I've done all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and noth- nothing nothing turned me on. The only thing that I'm attracted to is this horrible game that I'm involved in. I've been out. I've drunk all the beer in the world. I've done everything that's out there to do. I've been on boats, planes, and automobiles. I've stayed in lovely hotels. I've done everything. I've had dinners for two, three grand at a time. Does it make me happy? No. It's a little bit of a bleak outlook, but it's kind of like he is oh. he is indebted and he is married to the sport of boxing and nothing else. Like he he genuinely thinks he's born put on this earth to box. Mm, oh. Yeah, that's fascinating. Um, yeah, well, he's he's been open about his own, his own struggles, and I love it. I love it how, how open he is about it, and he's come a long way since those days. So. Um, Oh, it's good. It just shows that you don't need all the money in the world and you don't need all these flashy things, boats, all those flash dinners, uh, you know, cars, planes, whatever, to be happy. And boxing makes his hap- makes him happy. And I know from following, I don't know from Bar Soap, from following him on Instagram, I know his family. He's very passionate about his family, his kids. They are a big, big part of his life. His, his brother, um, oh, I forgot his name. Huey? Fury, Tommy Fury. Tommy. Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury and um, yeah, he's an up and coming boxer. So just yeah, just from following him, I know family is a huge part. So post this, I think he's just going to spend time with his family and watch his kids grow up because that is a big part. You you're so indebted to sport. You're so um, you make so many sacrifices, and one of those sacrifices is your family to sport. And I think post it, he's just going to spend time with his kids and watch them grow and, and support them. And uh, I'll just yeah look forward to watching their journey. Yep, bang on, mate. And that that bit of audio there was from the BBC Five Light, uh, the pop, the boxing podcast. And he actually goes on and talk. He does talk about his family, and he says he doesn't need the lavish life—fifty million dollars, a hundred million dollars. Although Taylor said he was a bit grumpy, he said it doesn't matter to him because he lives a life that doesn't need a lot of luxury. Um, he just wants to box and carry on. So there you go. That's Tyson Fury, and it was t- uh, Taylor Barry talking about being in Tyson Fury's corner, which for a young Kiwi dude, I think is is really really quite. Incredible. Is he and um the the Silver Ferns side has or squad 
what has been named for the Cadbury Netball Series that they're going up against the New Zealand men, the Aotearoa men, and that side's been named. I'll just quickly um, have a look and see who's back. Well, it's Sulu Fitzpatrick is missing from the side, so she's going to remain in Auckland. Um, but we've got Captain Gina Crampton back, so it's good to see her back after nice. suffering a, a side strain. So there you go. There's a couple of names back in that, and you can go find that whole squad online. Um, that'll be an interesting series with the men stepping in instead of the Constellation Cup. I'm pretty sure that was meant to go on. Plenty of texts there about greatest rivalries in sport. Paul Mawate on the other side, he'll no doubt have another suggestion as well. It's 18 and a half minutes past 8 o'clock. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Back after this.